0: time now for History Matters. We are joined in the studio by uh, the one and only Scott Washington, historian extraordinaire on this historically hot day to look back at this week in history. Good morning.
1: Burr, I know. It's awful, so, isn't it? Yeah. You know, if it was usually 120 degrees, this would feel cold. Exactly. So, yeah. If this Some were kind of July,
0: we'd be like, man, a little bit of a cool down today. Who
1: knows? Uh, I'm sure no one is going to be calling relatives up north saying, so how's your weather?
0: I mean, I literally did that with my parents yesterday, so, (laughs) you know.
1: I did that with mine until they moved down here. Right, right. (laughs) Um, But anyways, this is a a great week for History Nuts because, well, we are dealing, as we have said many times, with historic times and weather being part of it. Uh, But there's some really interesting things that uh, pop up this week, Uh, uh, the 26th uh, of this month is when the 15th Amendment was ratified by Congress and then sent out. It takes about a year for it to get the necessary votes for it to become part of the Constitution. That's the one uh, that ensures that uh, especially African-American men uh, formerly enslaved could have the vote. Now, this was a somewhat of a point of, of contention with some suffragists, women who said, we don't have the vote yet. And some were against it because they said they wanted to include everybody, mm. and others said no, 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 we need to at least make this step. Uh, but it wasn't just a one-off sort of thing. And in fact, you know, African American women still could not vote until, of course, the uh, uh, the 19th Amendment in 1920. So this is something that's really important that does change things. But voting rights is is so important. You know, we think of African Americans, but also if you th- look at Native Americans who are granted Mm -hmm. citizenship, but oftentimes face the same kind of disenfranchisement uh, that would later uh, mark uh, the same kind of struggles that many people have.
0: And that also underscores, and you know, this is Black History Month, yeah, so we've been exactly. kind of focusing on these moments in history where right. people have struggled to achieve constitutionally guaranteed rights yes. 80, 100, 100-plus 100 years that's after right. they were enshrined in the Constitution. Right. So it's not just about putting them in the Constitution. We also have to care about the Constitution that's and right. actually make these things happen in practice, and that's a fight as well.
1: Well, and that's why I'm always inspired as much by people people who stand up and do the right thing. Mm. Even when the circumstances say, no, 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 you're putting yourself uh, at risk. One person that came up this week is a a person that we should all know, a name of Wyatt Outlaw. Now, he was neither an outlaw. uh, Nor nor a Wyatt. Well, He was Wyatt, (laughs) but he wasn't Wyatt Earp, Uh, but uh, he was was an African-American who was a Graham Town Commissioner in Alamance County. Graham is the uh, county seat. And, um, and on this, unfortunately, on February 26, 1870, is when he is lynched by a band of Ku Klux Klansmen. And mm. uh, He had served in the United States in the cavalry during the Civil War. Uh, he had helped organize a Freedmen's convention in Raleigh following the war. He got along well with everyone, but he drew the ire of these people. And as a result of that, uh, Governor William Woods Holden uh, declared a state of insurrection in Alamance County and a militia force was sent there and uh, at this uh, they were arrested hundreds of people um, none were actually uh held accountable and sent to prison but uh as you well know from North Carolina history what happens to governor holden is a number of these uh, uh white supremacists gain power and they impeach him mm-hmm. uh and so that you know but i i admire the fact that these people knew what they were getting into and still did the right thing. And you've got to admire that kind of sheer courage. Wyatt outlaw got along with everyone, but he also knew the risks he faced. I'm sure he did. And he still continued to serve the people in his district, and that's something that we need to lift up and celebrate.
0: And kind of going along with that, that was 1870 yep. on February 26, that was, and I'm looking at other items in history, literally the day after Hiram Revels is seated in the U.S. Senate as right. the the first black member of the Senate from Mississippi, but right. that happens literally one day before that's right. the, the lynching of Wyatt Outlaw. So. And,
1: and there were even questions raised, could he be seated, was he an American citizen, and had to be decided, yes, he could be seated. But, you know, these struggles don't happen just because, oh, well, let's just go along. It happens because people stand up and do the right thing. And I think that's something worth celebrating and serve, uh, certainly worth uh, saying. We, we need to, to acknowledge that and yeah. say these are good names that we need to lift up for their courage. And uh, as a model of saying, and stand up anyways. So. And
0: standing up and doing the right thing, right. even while lots of people around you are standing up and doing the wrong thing. Oh, yes. Which is also important. Yes, yeah.
1: yes. And there's another one that came up this week. And it was just th- this morning uh, that I, I, I came across uh, uh, her name. And it was a woman uh, named uh, Zitkala Saw. She was a, a Sioux. Uh, born in 1876. Interestingly enough, um, and in fact, it was so current that I didn't even get a chance, usually I do, forward the information about, here's this one. It's like, this one was brand new, and I was like, oh, I've got to acknowledge this. Um, she was born in Oklahoma. Uh, she's raised by missionaries in Indiana in a Quaker school. She goes to school. She even uh, gets very accomplished um, in, in music, um, and is in the New England Conservatory of Music playing the violin. And maybe we would never have heard from her beyond that, but after teaching, she goes back and uh, begins to become a very public voice, uh, writing and publishing and speaking on behalf of Native Americans, uh, and including uh, in Washington, D.C., an important voice that stood up and also for women's right to vote, too. So she was there all during that time. And uh, certainly celebrated that, but also celebrated the fact that Native Americans had an important uh, voice and we needed to acknowledge that. So I I acknowledge these people are really important. And there's another one that happens on um, February 25th, and it's a woman, again, that just came up this morning. Sometimes I get up so early and I'm looking going, oh, 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 wait a minute. (laughs) Uh, Her name was, uh, really an interesting one, Ida Wally Zereda Lewis. And she was born. You're making this
0: difficult for yourself (laughs) this week.
1: I am. I am. Usually, I'm like, well, I have several days' notice Mm -hmm. here. Um, February 25th, 1842. And what makes her remarkable is that um, uh, she really loved the water. And when uh, she had uh, uh, taking care of family members, uh, she gets a position as a lighthouse keeper. And that maybe should have been the end of it, except she starts rescuing people. And she becomes so well-known in the 19th century.
0: <laughs> is that because she's a really good lighthouse keeper or she, a really bad lighthouse well, keeper? Because I can see that going either way.
1: <laughs> well, I, that's a really I good question. So many people you need know, to be rescued this around like this lighthouse. Into this is show because <laughs> <laughs> these kind of questions, like, what, you didn't see the light on? <laughs> she, uh, but apparently, even with the light uh, full blast, people still got into trouble. She would go out and rescue them, and um, uh, which is kind of amazing and, and became well known uh, in, in her time for just that purpose, um, doing the right thing. When she could have stayed there and looked out at the light and said, well, you shouldn't have. You should have, done you should that.
0: have there, seen the light. There really yeah. wasn't a
1: Coast Guard at that point. She was becoming that Coast Guard person. So
0: speaking with uh, Scott Washington, we got time for one more. What do we okay, have?
1: Okay. Well, here is one that's kind of fun. We always like to talk about the origins of things, and this one is I, I had to track this down. 1872, February 20th, there is a patent issued to Silas Noble and James P. Cooley for a toothpick manufacturing machine. Now. There were uh, toothpicks, people whittled things, you know, to get the bit of, you know, food out of teeth for millennia. It really was. But they're the first ones to come up with the machine. But the curious thing was, you think, wow, they went ahead and they, they took this forward. No, they were actually in drum manufacturing, and still that company exists today as being one of the uh, premier companies and boutique uh, drums that, you mm. know, drums used in musical. So they didn't do anything with the toothpick machine. However, about 17 years later, another person did. Um, and he was a, a fellow who just, he could have sold, um, uh, somebody said he could have sold meat to vegetarians. Uh, <laughs> but he was so good at it. Um, and his name was Charles Forster. And um, he uh, either comes across this machine, and that's one account. We're not quite sure, but I think it's most likely he did. And he moves up into Maine um, and actually helps uh, toothpicks become popular by sending people into restaurants and saying, well, where's a toothpick? And when they didn't have it, then they would indignantly I've got leave. 500 for you, right? <laughs> and then he would show up, exactly. So like even those small things make a big difference, and that's true of the people uh, that we talk about and the difference that values make in our communities, in our world, and in our lives.
0: And in history. And that's how history matters. Scott Washington, thank you so much. Thank you.